Most people would agree that 2022 was a rough road. The good news is there are new savings and tax rolls that could help boost your retirement savings. Got the details coming up next. Well, welcome in to the Top Gun Retirement Show with Alan Kiefer. Welcome to the Top Gun Retirement Show. Chuck Caton here along with the Managing Director of Top Gun Financial Planning. It's Alan Kiefer, the retired Top Gun instructor, United States Air Force. And remember, you can uh, Zoom your retirement uh, with Alan Kiefer into the ionosphere uh, with uh, his help. And we're going to talk this week about out with the old, in with something else, at least. Uh, I don't know uh, whether it'll be new or not, right, Alan? But uh, right. the year of 2022 saw record-breaking inflation combined with volatile markets uh, that had many of us looking at 401ks and wondering if they became 401As. They went backwards <laughs> and wondering what they could do about it. But it turns out the IRS and the passing of Secure Act 2.0 has opened up at least five ways for uh, those of us to perhaps maybe recover some of those losses and uh, might give you an opportunity to capitalize on the upswing of the market. So we're going to discuss those five things with Alan Kiefer right now. And uh, we are uh, very, very happy uh, to do so with uh, respect to income brackets and withholdings. Now, how's that changed? I do know one thing, uh, that my wife, who was turning a certain age this year, doesn't have to do uh, uh, any more RMD or any RMDs to begin with because she's turning some magic age. I can't tell you what it is, but you, you can explain it to people with that Secure Act 2.0 and what it did. Uh, so, because she's got an IRA, but now I don't have to uh, take out any money from it. So, that's the good news. But, well, uh, let's talk about some of those income racks and withholdings and some of the other changes. You bet, Chuck. You bet. And I won't mention that age either. I, I think promise. people who listen to our show know what we're talking about. It's not It's not 39. Let's put it that way. <laughs> well, a lot of folks are probably seeing some benefits to the income brackets and withholding uh, changes they may have already made. Uh, especially here in the Valley of the Sun, Chuck, in the great state of Arizona, as you know, they went to a flat tax, effective 1 January, 2.5% state flat income tax, folks. That's a positive for a lot of folks, especially in the Valley of the Sun. On top of that, the income bracket thresholds increased about two to 3,000. Uh, that's a positive. And the income tax rates are still on sale like they were in 2017, when the Tax Cut and Jobs Act was passed. So you got higher income thresholds, you got a lower state income tax, and your income tax rates are the lowest they've been in 40 years. So people should be seeing more net pay in their paychecks. And that's a positive news. However, I caution all of you out there, these tax cuts are on sale, but only until December 31st, 2025. Then they sunset and they go back to where they were before we all got these tax cuts and income bracket increases. So the message here is tax planning is critical to retirement security, Chuck. All right. Now, I guess I won't ask you this maybe in a later show. Uh, maybe, maybe you'll get your crystal ball out and you think they'll extend those things or not, but maybe that's a discussion for another time. But one thing we do know is tax deductions are going up. That's a fact. And, you know, for a lot of folks, you're seeing roughly a $2,000 increase in standard deductions. And for folks over 65 listening out there, thank you for doing that. We welcome you to the fact that for a married couple in 2023, your standard deductions are $30,700. If you're single, your standard deduction is $15,700. That's significant. And a lot of you are really cutting back on high debt. You're getting rid of it. You're managing your income and resources. You're trying to keep more of what you make. That's crucial. But tax planning, that is critical to your income security going forward. And understanding that your deductions are going up will help you also understand that by, with that on top of the income brackets increasing a little bit, you not only should be getting more in your net pay, it should, in general, 
give you more to be setting aside and saving, Chuck. Well, that's the the, the key to this whole program, Alan, is that we, we implore people to do that as they get into that retirement red zone to save as much as they can for retirement. And uh, there is an incentive to do so because there's a higher contribution limit for retirement plans. Boy, isn't that the truth? I mean, folks, you can put $7,500 now if you're over 50 annually into an IRA or a Roth IRA. You can split it between the two or all into one. And as you all probably know, I advocate in most cases going straight to the Roth Pay the taxes now and let that money grow tax-free for quite a while and tap into it when you're retired. It is a tax-free source of income. But that is a $7,500 limit. I'm looking, Chuck, at the possibility of folks in 401ks, 403bs, 457s, thrift savings plans, those kinds of what they call defined contribution plans. Folks, you can put up to $30,000 a year if you're over 50 into those programs. And you know, I've said this before, you should at least be doing enough if you can get it, the free company match. That's the minimum you should put in if your company does match. But increasing your savings is critical to your income security and that feeling that you're going to be able to maintain your standard of living while you're retired. It is just smart to continue saving. All right, when we're talking about this with Alan Kiefer and the different uh, aspects of of saving for retirement, uh, what about the fact that uh, people who have equities, uh, do you call this a seller's market uh, specifically? You could, Chuck, and I want folks to know I don't have that proverbial crystal ball, but I do know economic patterns, trends, and cycles in American history, and we're in the middle of the third correction wave, and it's not here yet. And anybody out there telling you to buy the dip, they're the dip. You ought to preserve your principle. Focus on safety. Quit letting them disguise and deflect the conversation with, oh, we got inflation. Oh, but it's coming down. Not a lot. You're still paying 50% more for gas in the Valley of the Sun. Your food prices across the board are easily a third, 35% or more above where they were just two years ago. So it's not over yet. However, they're telling you, oh, it's improving. Look, here's how you can tell they're lying. First, their lips are moving. (laughs) Right. That's number one. That's obvious. Yeah. But number two, Chuck, this one's crucial. Tens of thousands of layoffs are not indicative of a growing economy, folks. Wake up and let someone help you smell the coffee. The truth matters. And the truth is we're not nearly out of the winter economic season. And that last economic storm is coming and it's going to be brutal. And you need to consider taking advantage of selling if you can and moving to safety now, because I honestly don't expect this market to get back to its all-time highs. I don't see it getting to 36.9 on the Dow. I don't see it getting to 16,000 on the NASDAQ. I don't see it getting to 5,000 plus on the S&P. And neither should you if you're living in the real world. So take advantage of an opportunity that you've had to recover some But quit listening to these people that just say, buy and hold and wait it out. The market will recover. You wait this time, you could be waiting a decade or longer to recover. So if you can sell, capture your gains. For most American families, that's a 15% tax hit for capital gain taxes. Routinely, that's middle America. Well, 15% happens to be a little bit lower than the average income tax that people pay. You might be in the 22% bracket, but your average tax rate is 17 and a half. Capital gains are only 15% for most middle Americans, Chuck. So tax planning is critical. Selling, uh, tax, uh, tax harvesting is the word used, all this fancy language. Look, just sit down with a certified professional retirement coach 
who is also a certified financial planner, a tax planning specialist, an income specialist. They can, they can sell you anything, pork bellies, gold, silver, platinum, who cares? You should be preserving principle, focusing on assets that are contractually insured and guaranteed, minimal fees, if any, and grow money safely till we're through the storm, Chuck. That's what most folks should do. Absolutely. And we'll let the cat out of the bag now about my wife because RMDs can wait and you can tell now what the age will be. (laughs) Fair enough. Well, as many of you may know, they extended the start date for required minimum distributions for anyone who wasn't already 70 and a half to age 73. And for some folks, it could well be age 75. Well, while that's good news to delay those required minimum distributions of completely taxable monies, it also means you've got time to, in steps and stages, convert to Roth, pay lower taxes now for the next three years before tax rates sunset, and get yourself to the tax-free side of the equation. The more you can do that, the more you'll reduce the taxes on your Social Security benefits. And Chuck, it's not what you make that counts, as you know, it's what you keep. So income and asset and tax planning are critical to retirement success. And folks, I have the necessary certifications, education, and degrees, and also more than three decades of experience helping people just like you do these kinds of things so they get to keep more of what they make. They pay less in taxes to this insane spend-happy Congress and administration. And more importantly, they feel secure that they're not going to outlive their income or assets for the rest of their retirement journey. Absolutely. And the easy way, ladies and gentlemen, to reach Alan Kiefer, uh, you're interested in uh, maximizing your retirement savings. It's uh, 800-779-3319. That's uh, 800-779-3319. Because as Alan said, he's got over three decades of experience in the insurance and financial services industry. And the best thing about it is he gives you clear and uh, Easy to understand talk when it comes to your retirement because it's all about straight talk, the truth. We always talk about that, uh, and I think uh, unlike uh, what Jack Nicholson thought in the movie, you can handle the truth. And most importantly, (laughs) it really gives you that financial roadmap to take care of it. Right, Alan? Because it's 800-779-3319. Call now. Don't procrastinate. No cost, no obligation to meet with Alan Kiefer. What's coming up next, Alan? Well, for most folks, a successful retirement plan has multiple streams of income, plenty of strategies to achieve that cash flow that you want and need in retirement. One particular way is an annuity. That's not a four-letter word. It's a good product if used properly for the right reasons with the right money. You don't despise them automatically because somebody told you to hate them. And when we come back, I'll unpack some more pros and cons to help you make better decisions. Welcome once again to the Top Gun Retirement Show. I'm Chuck Caton. It's segment number two, and we've got Alan Kiefer, the managing director of Top Gun Financial Planning. He's a co-author of your retirement timeline, and he also wrote the bestseller, Winning the Retirement Wars. And remember his number. It's 800-779-3319. Masters in all eight segments of uh, financial planning. And, of course, uh, we welcome those of you new listeners uh, this week uh, to our program. Uh, we always love that. And uh, the heck with the stream. I want a river and a waterfall of uh, <laughs> wonderful uh, and an abundance of uh, pecuniary uh, delights. All right. Uh, and that means annuities, right? It can be a smart investment for the right person under the right circumstances. The, it's not a financial cure-all, nor is it an investment that should be viewed as a taboo. So we're going to straighten all of this out and ask Alan Kiefer the question, is it right for me? Annuities. Uh, I guess it depends on the situation, right? And that's what you're all about and in, consultant, in consultation with your client. You nailed it, Chuck. Look, folks ought to be looking at ways to secure and guarantee their income. You have ter- heard me say it repeatedly, folks. Guaranteed, reliable, insured, 
predictable income. Guess what? There is only one financial product. There has only ever been one financial product that will do that, and it's designed to do that. It's an annuity. Now, there are two types. Put the money in, take income out immediately. Guess the word? Immediate annuity. Then you can say, oh, wait a minute, I'm going to put the money in and I'm going to defer doing anything. Ha, there's the other word, deferred annuity. Then you go down all these variables and permutations of those two types of annuities, immediate income or deferred activity income. That means you can take income later or take partial penalty-free withdrawals later. You choose. And that's the, as sophisticated as you need to get. But the oldest kind of annuity, folks, is a traditional CD fixed interest annuity. That's the oldest form of annuities in America. They used it back in the 1700s when people were manning the ships to get other people and goods to the Americas, to our shores, and they never knew if that ship would return. So the men officers on those ships would go to their churches in America and they would give them some lump sum monies so that if they never came back, the church, and in fact, in this case, the Presbyterian Church of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania is where this began. And those churches would then make sure that there was a monthly income stipend to go to the families of those naval personnel who never came back. That's where it all started. Now we've got annuities that can generate returns based on mutual funds, variable annuities. We got annuities that will generate returns based on stock market indexes, index annuities. We got variable annuities that will, oh, if you only want to have so much exposure to down, you can pay a little more fee. And then if the market only goes down so much, you don't lose everything. Well, you can play that game or you can sit down and figure out with a licensed life insurance and annuity certified professional. That's right. A professional, educated, degreed person from the American College in the United States and have them help you determine whether or not and what type of an annuity would be appropriate to use in your retirement plan. The key is Will it do what it's supposed to do for your retirement income or asset protection plan? That's it. I, I would say add in, Chuck, how much risk you're willing to take. But I, I tell you, it's not worth risking your retirement income security or all you got when you're done working to start chasing these higher potential returns, especially in a debt inoculated marketplace like the planet right now where nothing's getting better it's going to get worse before it gets better and you need to batten down the hatches pardon the naval reference but now critically it's important to map out a guaranteed reliable insured predictable income plan get a grip and get an asset protection plan have an app but not for your phone for your assets and you might feel a whole lot more secure about your retirement journey well, uh, when people talk about annuities, Alan, and that's what we're talking about here with Alan Kiefer uh, as a, a, an asset uh, increasing value for in, in, in retirement, uh, they, they criticize the fees and they criticize the tax ramifications. What can we talk about there? Well, that's a, you know, that's a great point, Chuck, the, the tax situation. Look, folks, annuities are tax deferred savings accounts if you're growing money for later. If you put the money in now and you're taking income out, the majority of that, of that check you're getting is a return of principal. Some of it will be interest tacked on and the interest is taxable, not the principal. If you defer that annuity account, regardless of what it's in, the interest earnings are taxable down the road. If you use it for tax deferred monies as a rollover, then None of that money's been taxed. And when you face those required minimum distributions, you'll start getting taxed on all of the withdrawals you make. That's why, Chuck, you know I've told folks it is critical that you don't just have a registered investment advisor or wealth manager settling you the product of the week. And then they tell you, oh, for tax guidance, you got to go talk to your accountant. And then you can't get an appointment because your accountant is swamped 
trying to deal with all the tax changes and legislative issues and get ready for tax preparation time each year, like right now. So you don't get any tax planning from your CPAs. God bless them. They don't have time. They're swamped. You don't get it from the people you're buying the financial products from, but you should know the implications, the, the tax actual implications of what they're selling you? Of course you should. Well, that means you shouldn't be buying stuff if you don't know that in advance. How do you fix that? You meet with a tax planning professional who happens to be a certified professional retirement coach and is required in order to get the degree to provide that kind of advice to have to take really strict regimented educational courses to teach them how to teach people to do tax planning in retirement. Look, you do not want to pay more in unnecessary taxes. You want to pay your fair share, but you want somebody to help map out the most efficient way to do that in retirement. And Chuck, part of that means quit getting fed in a liquidity stream, automatically taxable money, if you don't have to. You just need to have that four-letter word plan going on. Absolutely. Uh, what about another criticism of annuities that they have lengthy and complex contracts? That happens to be an accurate comment. And here's why, Chuck. In the traditional CD fixed interest annuity, very simple. You're going to get the same interest for this year or for three years or for five years. Done. But if you move to the variable annuity, you're going to get a 200, 300 page prospectus required by the SEC and FINRA that describes all the different mutual fund options inside that a variable annuity contract. And I know none of you read those prospectuses. Why the hell would you? And who needs to read 300 pages to decide whether or not you're going to risk all your money in something that is required to send you quarterly 300 pages of gobbledygook? Enough. And in addition, it's fair to say, however, on the index annuity side of the equation, Chuck, that people should have a basic understanding of which index is being used to calculate their interest. Is it the NASDAQ? Is it the Dow Jones? Is it the S&P? And how is it doing it? Is it doing it monthly, quarterly, or annually? If you stick with the basics when you have this conversation with folks and you educate them on how these tools can benefit them, there's no perfect tool out there, folks. But I'll tell you, most fixed and fixed index annuities by contract are 20 to 25 pages. And that contract is pretty doggone specific for your benefit to protect your assets that you just gifted, so to speak, to that life insurance company to invest for your benefit in the future. You want contracted guarantees. You don't want this, well, it might work this way, but there's four pages of all the risks you're taking in our variable annuity. You just gotta pay attention to the details but you need somebody skilled to tell you whether or not you should even be using that particular financial product. That brings me, Chuck, to something else that you know gnaws at me, and I know it irritates you, and that's the fact that all these people out there, all, that's too big a word, most of the people out there calling themselves financial advisors are anything but, and here's why. They get paid for non-performance, whether they call themselves a registered investment advisor on this radio station or any other or any TV show, or they're a wealth manager or certified wealth uh, planning person or all this other alphabet soup, garbage. These are just licenses to make it look like they've got some special education. All they've got is background to sell you the more sophisticated and sometimes the more uh, risky assets but make it look like it's gonna be part of some so-called plan. But notice their, their designation doesn't include the word planner. And here's what I don't like, they get paid whether you make money or not. And you agree to that in the fine print that you sign when you agree to give them your money. That is not the way to a financially secure retirement. The way to do it is sit down with somebody and even have a candid conversation and see if you're going to get along, if you're going to agree to collaborate. It's a shared responsibility. And you should be making some of those decisions based on the information that you get that is based on truth and realistic expectations. It's tied to your tax planning circumstances. It's tied to other elements of your retirement plan. And as Chuck knows, the best advice you can get is to start with a candid conversation and see if 
you're even going to get along. Absolutely. And you can have that candid conversation with Alan Kiefer uh, with over three decades of experience. He'll sit down and explain everything in clear and, uh, well, basically take the uh, financial and complex aspects of annuities, so to speak, uh, which is what we were talking about in this segment, and translate it into a clear and easy-to-understand instructions. That's what Alan Kiefer is all about. He's all about educating you. He's a fiduciary, which means you come first, and it's very easy to make that no-cost, no-obligation appointment to meet with him at 800-779-3319. That's 800-779-3319. You'll be happy that you did because Alan Kiefer has the experience to help you to and through retirement. And the best part is that consultation is at no cost, no obligation. Alan, what's coming up next? Well, when folks face, for those who are married, the loss of a spouse, there are a number of decisions that have to be made. A wrong financial decision can be costly, can it? Well, when we come back, I'll share some mistakes to avoid when a spouse passes away. And the most important, never make an emotional decision based in fear. Stay tuned. We're back on the Top Gun Retirement Show. Chuck Caton here along with the Managing Director of Top Gun Financial Planning. He is Alan Kiefer. Uh, you know him as the man who's got a master's in all eight segments of financial planning. But did you know that back in September of 2001, he uh, was designated as America's first retirement advisor of the year by the National Society of Senior Market Professionals? He's also a noted speaker, and he's a person who uh, has your best interest in mind. As we talked about this before, he's a fiduciary, and that means you come first in terms of retirement planning. And most experts uh, agree that making major financial decisions, as Alan said uh, before the break, after you lose a spouse, is not a good idea. You have those emotions that need to be settled down, and then you need to meet with your advisor at the appropriate time, and then you can avoid costly mistakes. So uh, to take care of avoiding these mistakes after a death of a spouse, uh, you just have to take that deep breath, take a step back, Alan. And I know you've probably had situations where you've had clients have to deal with this, haven't you? Oh, indeed. After three decades of doing this, I have had that experience. I've had the opportunity to help others bridge that gap, you know, that, that pain that you feel it does heal in time to some degree, but the last thing you need to be doing is jumping into really uh, fast, quick decisions, and you really don't have a handle on it. So let me walk through just a couple and give you a sense of what I'm suggesting. Look, when you lose a spouse, you guaranteed are going to give up at least one Social Security check. That's a reduction in household income. You may also lose part of a pension if there was a pension. That's a further reduction of income. Well, we need to be looking at if you really need some of that to maintain your standard of living as the surviving spouse, we need to have a plan. And we can work on that if it wasn't done prior to the loss of that loved one. But you also got to include tax planning because guess what? You're no longer married filing a joint return. Your tax brackets are cut in half. Your income thresholds are cut in half. The taxation of your Social Security benefit calculation is cut by a third. You really need a tax planning professional to be on your team at a minimum to help you be able to sustain the after-tax income that you need to maintain that standard of living. And Chuck, it's not hard. It's just taking time to sit down and focus on the most important thing. And the most important thing, aside from dealing with that loss, is making sure you are not stressed out, worried to death, you're not going to have enough income to pay the bills from one month to the next. We're talking with Alan Kiefer in that uh, unfortunate situation that some of you may have been in already and some of you will uh, experience at some point. Uh, uh, and we uh, are talking about the loss of a spouse as you head into retirement, and taking unplanned withdrawals from tax-deferred re tax accounts is something that, uh, well, really is not, again, something that is a smart thing to do. No, it's not, Chuck. And, you know, I, 
folks will try to do some of this on their on their own to give them some breathing room while they're dealing with the pain of that loss and that's not necessarily wrong or automatically wrong, but it's it's not, and it's it's maybe well intentioned, but it's not the most efficient. Look, when you take those extra withdrawals, those unplanned withdrawals from those tax deferred accounts, you're just adding to your taxable income, which is going to get taxed potentially at a higher tax rate because you're single, not married, filing joint. And you only have a, 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 an income tax bracket now that's half as wide as it was when that loved one was still with us. So you do not want to be paying unnecessary taxes without having a tax efficiency evaluation of what do you got left? What are your remaining assets and income resources? What's the best way to map this out for you going forward? That's planning. And that is the right thing to do. And by focusing on tax efficiency and taking monies from the right pots, so to speak, at the right time, you can continue to maintain the standard of living that you as a surviving spouse want to maintain. And you're also not going to be worried about bleeding the asset pool dry. And that's critical to your stress level. But I'm just suggesting folks that sit down and meet with somebody and have a candid conversation about, okay, I'm on my own. What should I be doing now? Here's what I need monthly. Here's what I would like or want monthly. Is it doable? And if it's not, don't pretend. And I guarantee you a certified professional retirement coach will not do that to you. They are fiduciaries. They are in, in face, form, and fashion fiduciaries. They don't just say it for TV and radio. And that way you'll know that you're going to have guaranteed, reliable, insured, predictable income monthly, and you're going to have assets that are preserved for your longevity. And the last thing you want to do is take money out of retirement accounts early if there's an age disparity between you and that lost loved one and pay the IRS an extra 10% unnecessarily. Oh my gosh. Can you see folks just by listening how tax planning is critically part of your income planning and your asset preservation plan, well, then you need to be meeting with somebody that can have that kind of a candid conversation with you and show you how to do that and not just farm you off to your CPA or bookkeeper or bookie or ta paid tax preparer. You ought to be able to sit down and get that from the same person that's providing you that retirement advice. So again, we're talking about paying taxes on retirement account withdrawals too soon. And you're also talking about getting stuck paying that 10% early withdrawal penalty if you're under a certain age. Let's explain both. Well, you know, here's what I mean by this, Chuck. Um, if, if you're over 59 and a half, you can take money out of those tax deferred accounts, whatever form or fashion may be in your portfolio, and you're going to get taxed on the withdrawals, but you don't pay a 10% surtax to the IRS because you rated it early. By the same token, if you don't take money out by at least currently age 72 or 73 as your start date, unless you're already taking withdrawals, then you could also get taxed for not taking the right amount out. And that now is either a 25% penalty or possibly a 10% penalty. Depends on how you remedy the problem. It was 50%, Secure Act 2.0 reduced the penalty for not taking the required amount of monies out. But there are a number of these exceptions to the rules and the basic rules that most folks don't know in the so-called financial advisory world. Here's why. The companies they work for don't want them giving you tax advice because if they did, you wouldn't buy a lot of the garbage they sell. That's the truth. And I guess another thing is procrastination kills you because uh, waiting to seek advice from uh, a certified financial planner or retirement planner like yourself when you do lose a spouse is something that uh, can be very detrimental. 
Oh, absolutely. When, especially when that surviving spouse hasn't been handling these decisions, hasn't been handling the income planning for the household, so to speak, hasn't been, they've been included in the conversation, but they haven't been making the day-to-day decisions about the investment accounts. I say that from personal experience with, with families, Chuck, I've seen it. And if I lose the guy, routinely the guy has been the one making the investment decisions. Yeah, they talk as a household, the husband and wife, about income and standard of living. But most of the time, the ladies don't want to get tied up with all this stuff. That's a technical term for the financial world, stuff. So they leave it to the husbands. They love them. They trust them. Here's the fact. They don't love and trust the advisors. They don't even know him most of the time. There's no relationship with that surviving spouse. Well, do you think it's going to instamatically emerge from the clouds and the smoke? Heck no. You're building a new relationship with somebody that has just been getting paid to handle your account while your other spouse was alive making those routine decisions. You cannot put this off. That, That doesn't solve the problem, and that's the wrong thing to do. But what you ought to start with is a candid conversation. Interview the person that you're thinking about having help you make more prudent financial decisions now that you're on your own for the rest of your retirement journey. And you would probably want, at least I know I would, I want the dentist that's using the up-to-date current strategies and equipment, not the dentist that's got some experience, not a lot, and they're still working with a chisel and a hammer, if you get my comparison. And you can do that, folks, but you ought to just take the time to take a breath, relax, be calm. It'll be okay. But as Chuck said, procrastination is not the solution. It is detrimental to your financial security on your retirement journey. Meet, sit down, start the conversations, start working on your revised retirement plan. It is going to be revised because you're on your own and different decisions need to be made to preserve the integrity of your income as well as your assets. And you also need to address who's going to take care of you, who's going to pay the bill if you face long-term care. We've got to have a long-term care expense solution in place, folks. And too often, most of these planners and advisors out there with all this gobbledygook alphabet soup for nothing, don't discuss it. They farm that off to somebody else. That's not a solution. And lastly, you need to have revisions to your estate plan done. You need to update your beneficiary, beneficiaries possibly. You need to review it, if nothing else, to make certain it's what you want going forward. You need to do that, folks. You need to update your power of attorneys, your living wills if you want it, your do not resuscitate, which again has to be on orange paper by state statute in Arizona. There's quite a bit to be tackled, and it's not going to be handled in one two-hour candid conversation. You start by interviewing somebody, and if you want to get a fresh start, then have a fresh conversation with somebody new, especially after you've vetted them by looking at their biography their professional education training and experience. Vet me. Before you call, I'll send you my bio. Check me out so that when we meet, we're not wasting time asking questions because you've already taken this prudent steps to check me out. So I, when I sit down, I know it's a privileged opportunity to have that candid conversation. And we are interviewing each other to see if we're going to be able to agree to a collaborative effort going forward to keep you safe and on track for as long as the good Lord will allow you to be here. 800-779-3319. Make that no cost, no obligation call right now to Alan Kiefer. That's 800-779-3319. A great opportunity for you to take advantage of Alan Kiefer's expertise. It's question and answer time coming up next, right? Well, we sure got to this section fast, didn't we? Stay tuned, folks. Answers to other callers' questions coming, and they might well be answers you're looking for. Welcome back here to the Top Gun Retirement Show. Chuck Caton along with Alan Kiefer, and uh, we are here at your service each and every week. We're uh, happy to uh, 
uh, be joining uh, you, the new listener here this particular week with Common Sense Planning at Straight Talk from Alan Kiefer, who uh, once upon a time got the U.S. Speaker of the House Citizen of Merit Award. And uh, he's also nationally recognized as an author and speaker, as we said, on retirement and uh, has a master's in all eight disciplines of financial planning. And uh, he should be your fiduciary. And now he can uh, answer some questions and uh, from various and sundry listeners from uh, the Valley. And I think you're all set to go, aren't you? You bet. Let's help some folks, Chuck. All right. Michael's in Chandler. Uh, a co-worker, Michael says, recently used the phrase mega backdoor Roth IRA. And I wonder if he was playing a video game or what this was all about. <laughs> but uh, he says, I pretended to understand this guy, but in reality, uh, I was completely confused. So I've heard you talk about the Roth conversions and Rothification on this program. But uh, mega backdoor Roth IRA, is this even a real thing? Well, great, great question, Michael, and I understand your uh, perplexity. It is. Uh, here's what it really means. If somebody has a 401k, a 403b, a 457, a tax-sheltered program, a defined contribution plan, profit-sharing plan, any one of those types of things at their place of employment, they are limited to what they can put in that's a part of their pay that's deductible, meaning it's not getting taxed to them now, it's being set aside for their future. Well, they are allowed in many of those plans, get this, Michael, to put in after-tax money, add to those accounts, it's tracked that it's after-tax, all the other contributions or free company match is pre-tax, but they add larger sums of money in after-tax dollars to these accounts, and then they convert it to a Roth, ergo, they're doing a backdoor Roth IRA conversion. And when they do that, the after-tax money doesn't get taxed in the conversion, and it enables them to have larger Roth accounts because, as you may well know, Michael, 6500 or 7500 is the max Roth contribution. So it can be used. It may have application in your world or not. But if you've got other questions like that, give me a call. It would be a privilege to sit down and have a candid conversation. All right, it's 800-779-3319. There's that phone number to reach Alan Kiefer. Let's go to Andy and Mason now, who's 50 years old. He says, I make $65,000 a year, and my company does not offer a 401k plan, but I recently opened a Roth IRA with a contribution of 10% of my paycheck. Uh, is this a good investment for me, and how much can I expect to make in 10 years uh, when I'm planning to retire? I guess he thinks you have a crystal ball. <laughs> or I'm going to tell you, Andy, that you're going to get 10% return a year. Yeah, maybe somebody else will, but not, not you. You always tell exactly, the truth. Exactly. You're truthful. Well, this Roth is a great idea. As you know, I'm a fan of paying the taxes now. They're on sale at least for three more years. I say that affectionately, but they're lower than they've been in four decades. So pay less in taxes now. Get to the Roth tax-free side of the equation and then grow the money. I would tell you to, in today's world, you should be looking at a finite number of guaranteed contractually fully insured, not like banks or credit unions where it's fractionally insured, fully insured Roth accounts where you're going to get a good rate of return in today's world and you have the option later when you have a higher probability of success if you choose to take risk in and in, in going after higher rates of return you have that option you you want to retain that option but today's world now i'm telling you four to five percent is very reasonable very doable and in 10 years of five percent return you'll have a 50 percent total growth you you set aside 10 percent like you're doing you'll grow your money 50 percent that's re that's realistic however I need to know a little bit more so that I can tell you whether or not I'm a fan of you automatically retiring at the age of 60 in 10 years, because I'll tell you what, with what you're telling me, that's not the only amount of money it's going to take to probably sustain your standard of living on your retirement journey. So I think there's more for us to discuss. Give me a call. Janet's in Gilbert and wants to know, with my mother-in-law being 61 near retirement age, and uh, she has some savings, but nothing invested in the way of employer plans like IRAs, etc. Uh, the initial plan was uh, to uh, live within her means and rely on Social Security, but uh, 
can uh, she invest in bonds or maybe an index fund, or is there a structured plan that you would recommend for? Well, great number of questions, Janet, and I appreciate you calling for your mother-in-law. She does need some guidance and some help. I think what we ought to do is sit down and you help me fill in some more of the blanks and the questions I have about what are her assets, what are her projected Social Security benefits going to be, what are any uh, of any potential other streams of income, and what does she need monthly to maintain her standard of living. Then we could start looking at particular products but you don't go to products first. And I apologize for my industry steering you in that direction with the question about bonds or index funds or structured plans. I'll tell you, you got the right word there, plan, but it's income planning and it involves tax efficiency planning. And it involves also the ability to have sustainable, guaranteed, reliable income. So we ought to sit down and map out that plan. And if you're willing to have that kind of conversation, I'm willing to take a couple hours and learn just exactly what's going on in your mother-in-law's big picture. Let's go to Randy in Tempe. Now uh, he wants to know what's a good rule of thumb to use when it comes to uh, budgeting for long-term care insurance. Well, Randy, great question. Um, Let me start with this. I'd rather suggest a long-term care expense solution it might involve insurance or it might not. We can look at the, uh, the, uh, the opportunity of using insurance in the plan, and yet it's gonna be tied to your age and your health. It's called uh, underwriting, as you probably are familiar. Uh, rule of thumb, I have one that call, includes three segments. What level of care do you want provided? Who do you want delivering it? And where do you want it delivered? In other words, do you want to stay at home and have qualified help coming to help if possible? If you need to go to a facility, do you want to be able to pick it because you'll have the cash flow to pay the expense to be there so that you're getting care delivered by the people you want to deliver it in a facility where you want to be? That's how we should address the long-term care expense solution. One way to know you're on track, the people you're meeting with are not only certified financial planners, professional retirement coaches, but they hold one of only three special education designations. These are degreed programs, long-term care insurance strategist, certification in long-term care, or a long-term care professional. And as you probably can guess, yes, I hold all three of these. I was the first LTCIS. I was the first CLTC. And doggone it, I had to have second second status on LTCP. But you could meet with anyone out there as long as they've got one of those certified degrees behind their name, because I guarantee you, you're going to be dealing with somebody that tells the truth about solutions to long-term care expenses. All right. You've got all of those uh, letters. I'm very, very impressed with all of those uh, accolades. And I guess the only thing I can counter with is I was number one in SOB. <laughs> Just telling you, I've got something in my back pocket, but I don't think it's worth anything. That's the only problem with that. All right, let's go to Robert in Scottsdale. And he wants to know, as a 65-year-old, he's going to be retiring in June. He's got about $150,000 in his Roth, about four fifty dollars in a 401k. But he wants to know if it matters which one he starts taking money from first, or should he just take a little bit from each? Great couple of questions, Robert. I need to know a little bit more. Need to know your tax, income tax circumstances, situation. I need to know what your social security benefits might be. I need to know whether or not you're married. Um, All of those are critical to me having the ability to give you a, a proper and ethical and moral response. And that's what I as a fiduciary promise to do. I just need some more info. I will tell you this. I would not take any money from the Roth yet. I would take it from your 401k because if you stop working, as you say, then taxable income is taxable income and money out of a 401k is still taxable. It's never been taxed. So there wouldn't be any immediate change in your income tax status. But that allows us also to look at Roth converting, Rothifying, as they call it, the remainder of the 401k to tax-free Roth money, since you've already got a Roth account substantially, 
so that eventually you're not taking any more taxable withdrawals from the 401k. You'll never have required minimum distributions. What you will have is the ability to possibly max out your social security benefits at age 70, get a bigger check, None of it's going to get taxed because we tax planned. And that's because we've got all of your money now converted to Roth. So you supplement Social Security with tax-free Roth money. That means gross equals net. You're in a zero tax bracket, high-class problem. And that, Robert? But boy, I'll tell you, I think you if you like apples, you'd like those apples. Here's what we ought to do. Again, let's sit down and have a candid conversation. Bring in your tax return, bring in your statements. Help me understand what your social security benefits are going to be at normal retirement age, 67, and possibly age 70. And then let's do the math. It's just math. I happen to be really good at it and I'll be able to lay it out in plain English for you. And when we're done, and for you and any of the other listeners, Michael, Andy, Janet, Randy, and others out there listening in, when you call and we meet, I promise you not just a can of conversation. I promise you not just a full-throated picture of what's really going on and what you should really be expecting and doing to protect yourself. I'll give you a copy of either of my national bestsellers, and I'll give you free tickets to the Baby Boomer Dilemma. That's the world-class documentary I and a handful of others put together a couple of years ago, including two Nobel laureates, nine PhDs, a former director of the Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, a former Social Security Trust Fund trustee, the former CPA of the USC, Comptroller General of the United States, and others. Real professional, educated people who speak on the subject of retirement planning and they focus it on what baby boomers should really be doing to preserve the integrity of their assets and income for retirement. All that in just sitting down and having a candid conversation. 800-779-3319 is the number. Alan Kiefer has said it all. And now your final thoughts. Folks, just want you to know we're praying for your health and safety each and every day. Whether we meet, ever meet or not, know that we are Americans, all of us, and we can and will do better, and we will get through this. Stay tuned and listen in next week to the Top Gun Retirement Show. Investment advisory services offered through Top Gun Financial Planning and Alan Kiefer. Alan Kiefer and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance products and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Top Gun Financial Planning. By contacting Top Gun Financial Planning, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.